0: We want to welcome you all into episode 39 of Trojan Talk. I'm Zach Tarenko here with Jeff Christianberry and Cole Purvis as always. How are you guys doing this morning? Great. Excellent. It is uh, actually a pretty warm morning. It didn't feel like we were uh, getting into winter here in Saco, but still pretty cold outside. Uh, Before we get going into our kind of preseason preview episode for some of the uh, winter sports, excuse me, I want to give a shout out to a former TATV member. Um, and former TA student Cal Christoforo, uh, who is a student at Syracuse, but just got a really awesome opportunity uh, to be the broadcaster for the Cedar Rapid Cedar Rapid Colonels, excuse me, uh, the high affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. I saw that he's going to do 132 games for them uh, this summer when they play. So that's really awesome for him and a great opportunity because I know baseball was kind of his his favorite sport or his calling. So uh, that's awesome uh, for him, and, and it's nice to see that some TA TV. Former TTV students are kind of branching out and getting some great opportunities.
1: Yeah, he's been over at Syracuse and uh, has done a great job up there. No surprise, he's got a job in in pro sports, and it's a long journey. I looked into it when I was in college as well, and it... uh I mean, that wasn't as accomplished as he was in college in terms of um, you know starting from from scratch, but it's tough because like, that's a job that people want. I mean, people want to be broadcasting sports. It's a it's a dream for a lot of people, so it's great for him to to do that. He's worked very hard, and uh, and we and the plan right now is to have him and uh, a special broadcast on January fifth with all the alumni of TATV broadcasting. So keep an ear, nice. ear out for that. Yeah.
0: So as I said before, we're going to get into the winter sports now. We are a couple of days away. Actually, no, tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. will be uh, yeah. the, the the day. Uh, boys basketball plays B Sick tomorrow at home girls are away and then uh, this weekend the boys hockey team plays st dumbs at Bedford ice arena so we'll go through each team we'll start with boys basketball uh i just want to you know give your guys thoughts on the team this year we'll obviously go through our predictions at the end but
2: just give us you know, your pr- pretty quick summary of you know, how the, you think the team looks this year. Well, first off, I think it's important to mention how wide open Class AA South is. You have J.P. Estrella leaving South Portland. Then you have some unproven teams, and some teams are going to have to prove it, like T.A., Gorham, South Portland, kind of the big three that we anticipate to be up there at the end of the year come the tournament time. It's going to be a high-powered, high-scoring offense that might get into the 70s, 80s on a regular basis. And, of course, Will Davies is going to have the public spotlight from around the state of Maine uh, as he's kind of the favorite to win Mr. Maine basketball. But just talking to him, he's obsessed with winning a state championship. He cares about that way more than Mr. Maine, obviously, and I think that's the right mindset to have coming into the season. He's a great three-point shooter, and he's going to put on some great performances scoring the ball, but he can have off nights sometimes, and that's where the other aspect of his game comes into play, passing. He wants to lead the the state in assists. I know that's something that uh, he loves to do is pass the ball and share it, and he's got some other great shooters around him that he can do that. So if he's having an off night shooting, he can just dish it to his playmakers, and I think that's where he'll be even more lethal. And and uh, uh, the question on this team is their defense. They lost Cody Bowker, who was a great defender from last year, as well as Anthony Jones. Jones and Cody Ruff in the paint so defense is going to be a big question like I said they might score 70 plus points a game but will they give up that many as well so it's going to be tough and you need somebody on the perimeter to really step up on defense so Will can save his energy on offense and um, I think Mack has to be big this year he's going to get some time as really their best big man their senior coming into this year and he's going to have to be a gr- great at doing the dirty work rebounding and shot blocking and all those things so um, I just think uh, the defense is going to be the biggest question. And then, of course, they have Braden Kamiri as well, who's also another sharpshooter. And then they have Josh Ney and Wyatt Benoit, who will also get some time. So they're very deep at the guard position, and it's going to be a super fun offense to watch this year. Uh, but the defense will come into question, certainly. And we'll get to our predictions later. But I th- I have this team going pretty far. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty easy to think you know, know the three big players. You'll have Will, you'll have Alisio, um, and you'll have Braden. Those are the guys who played a lot last year and, and will return this year. It's who else is going to step up, and I definitely worry more about the front court than the back court in terms of having that depth because Cody Ruff is always somebody who didn't fill up the stat sheet, but. I mean, honestly, sometimes it's had fouls to give. You know, and you see that in the NBA, and you see that in college. Like, sometimes you just need a, few, a guy who's going to bang in there, and it's okay if he gets three or four fouls because he does all the other dirty work. He gets the rebounds, he gets blocks, he takes up space in the middle. So um, it, uh, who's going to step up to kind of take that role? They need more than just Alessio in there because um, you're going to play some, uh, face some other teams that, yeah, you don't have J.P. Estrella anymore, but there's some other teams with a lot of bigs as well that are going to bang inside. So... It's going to be interesting to see in the first couple of games what the overall team strategy is. Like, We don't know exactly what Coach Davies has planned. Like, Is there going to just be a run and gun? Are they going to try to, you know, is defense going to, I mean, defense is always going to be important, but are they just going to try to outscore teams um, because that's just the way that they're built? Or, you know, cause the problem with that is we had, I'm trying to think of the year, we had a team a couple, um, maybe six or seven years ago where, we had a couple guys come in um, that were – it was a big, sharp-shooting team. We had kids that were shooting from the Trojan head, and, mm-hmm. and some nights they'd light it up and they looked like unbeatable, and then other nights they just didn't. And when we get to the playoffs, they just they they just went down in flames because it, you just have an off night when you rely so much on the three, as we see in every level of basketball now. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that can be really difficult. So certainly with Will, I mean, he can slash very easily and dish, but it's a matter of will someone make shots. Um, defensively, uh, I, I think the depth is, is really important. You mentioned some other guys like Nay. And Mack I mean, it, those are um, names we've seen in other sports, but, you know, they need to step up in this one. And I think it's going to be tough. I, the fact that it's wide open is really cool. I like that. I think it could be really good playoffs. Um, definitely going to be less buzz in general about Maine high school basketball this year after okay. after, yeah. after last year. I mean, we're already seeing, you know, Cooper Flagg is dominating already yeah. as a freshman at Mount Verde down there um, in Florida. Um, so it's just, so cr- just going to be, we're going to look back and say, like, wow, I can't believe that kid played in Maine and, and, yep. and, and in a class A, not even AA. Mm-hmm. Um, and JP obviously going to Tennessee. So, yeah, I'm excited to see the, the boys basketball season begin. And um, I also have a, a pretty good prediction about them later.
0: Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think that there's still some questions uh, for this team just because we don't know who's going to fill into what role yet. Uh, before we get to any other sports, we'll have a couple of interviews. We'll start uh, with the boys basketball starting point guard, Will Davies. We want to welcome in Will Davies for our, one of our interviews for this week's episode. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. So, the first question I have for you are what the what are the feelings like with you and your teammates in the locker room, you know, going
3: into the season? Um, we're definitely excited. We've got a lot a lot of talent this year, mm-hmm. so we're definitely looking forward to the season.
0: Nice. What is it like uh, for you, you know, obviously you're you're a captain on this team, you're also a big leader, and you're a senior this year. So, what's that like for you?
3: Um, it's kind of the same, you know, mm-hmm. just like do a little more here and there but i really don't like try to dig deep into that too often
0: yeah what is is there a game or a point in the season that you're looking forward to this year
3: um the portland game at home Mm -hmm. that should be a lot of fun you know that they're good Mm -hmm. and we only get to see them once so i'm glad it's at home this year what is your favorite thing about being coached by your dad Uh, probably that our minds are so similar, like, Mm -hmm. when it comes to basketball, we see the game very, very similar, almost exactly the same, so I think that's probably my favorite thing. Yeah.
0: Obviously, last year, you got, your team fell a little bit short uh, in the playoffs, couldn't get to that state championship game, so what is something that, you know, yourself personally or your team is working on this year to try to get past that point?
3: Um, one big thing for us is every night competing, you know, Mm -hmm. last year we, we took some nights off that we we shouldn't have lost some games we shouldn't have so yeah. every night we have to come in and compete
0: and so to finish this up i want to do some rapid fire questions for you We've got about eight or nine and just as fast as you can just right off the top of your head uh give me the the answer that you have so we'll start off with which do you like uh more taking a three-pointer or layup three
3: which do you like more a morning game or a night game night game who's the best shooter on the team um Braden Camary, but i did beat him in a three-point contest nice. once Best
0: dunker on the team, Alesio. <laughs> Who uh, on the team would you least like to guard
3: one on one? Um, one on one, probably, uh, probably Wyatt because he he's got a deep bag.
0: Nice. funniest teammate.
3: Oh, jeez, there's a lot of them. <laughs> um, I'd probably have to say, I'd probably say Wyatt again. Nice.
0: Best sports drink.
3: Oh uh i'm a bio steel guy but nice most people like gatorade yeah uh what's your go-to pre-game meal steak and broccoli nice and
0: to end it up end it off who is better michael jordan or lebron james michael jordan no questions that's asked nice, nice all right well, we want to thank will davis for coming in for the interview and uh good luck thank you we want to thank will davis for coming in for that interview and now we'll have our second interview which is with also another bas boys basketball player that's alicio marcus
1: all right, and uh, thanks for Will Davies. Now we're here with Aliso. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. All right, so season starts Friday. Yeah. Obviously, you guys have waited 300, 350 days or so uh, to, to start this again. So just going into the season, I mean, you guys obviously lost. Uh, you returned a lot of great players, but you did lose a lot of guys like Cody yeah. um, and Cody and Cody and Cody. So mm-hmm. what Cody, what is uh feelings going into the season as you're, you're really on the precipice of your first game?
4: Um, I feel like it's a lot of uh, energy. We got a lot of new guys. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of guys who we're kind of creating like a team chemistry going through practices and stuff so it's uh it's like a nervous feeling but at the same time like me will we've been here before so we kind of got a lot of um, you know, chemistry between each other and then we got uh I mean, we, we got a lot of guys that are still there creating that foundation so the newer guys are coming into like a well-built foundation i feel like and we've got we got, a, we got an opportunity to be like a really great team this year Awesome.
1: Now, the backcourt's going to be pretty similar to last year. You have Will and Braden back there kind of solidifying the front court. Obviously, you played a lot last year, but you are missing some other guys there, obviously with Cody Ruff graduating. Yeah. What do you think – does that put a lot of pressure on you, or do you see some other guys around you that are going to come in and maybe not score a ton, but at least get rebounds and, and blocks and everything else?
4: Um, we have a lot of guys that are going to come in and they're going to score. I feel like a lot um, – we got a few We got a few guys that are coming in, especially Biggs, uh, Trey, um, Eddie, uh, we know got josh and josh uh they're they're coming in they're gonna be they're gonna kind of come in and fill in that kind of that gap but we lost a lot with uh cody and cody Mm -hmm. um cody belker was a great defender he was all over the court we had cody Ruff on the boards big time so i had a lot of um uh picking up to do as far as like rebounding and playing defense and kind of like being that like safety guy and like the back of like the uh, back of the defense um so the other guys who come in, they're 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 adjusting right away. So we're 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 doing well. We're doing pretty well.
1: Let's talk about the pressure for a minute, just on the team. So last year was a crazy year in main basketball. You had Cooper Flag frenzy, Class A. And obviously, JP Estrella was obviously had a lot of uh, publicity. Yeah. Those guys are gone now. So for TA, at least, you guys were like kind of the underdog last year. This year, you're re- it's a wide open Class Double but you guys are really up near the top. What kind of pressure do you think that puts you guys under? That really a lot of people are picking you guys to either win or get close to winning this year
4: uh there's a uh geez uh that just creates some pressure yeah yeah, (laughs) a little bit i didn't realize that till now Uh, i wasn't even like thinking uh yeah i mean it is a lot of um a lot of pressure when it comes to uh like losing uh you know or those guys going off and then like just it's like this like uh, power vacuum that Mm -hmm. comes in and it's like who's gonna be like the big team who's gonna be the big team but honestly i think uh coach davies always keeps us like just grounded so we're always just like Go out, play games, play hoops, and just go and play and don't even think about any of the like the, the crowds, the 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 media or nothing like that. We just go and we play hoops, we practice, we play hard. Every guy in practice is always trying to beat the other guy in every single line drill. We're always just trying to compete at every single level. Every every guy's gonna come in. So I don't feel like the pressure, at least for me, gets to me. Usually I just I kinda focus on like every the next play, the next play, the next play. So I'm not really ever really focusing on like the amount of pressure that's in a in a game like that. Um I can remember last year the state the I think it was a semi final, mm-hmm. I wanna say. That game was like that was my first time being there, it was the first time being in that environment. It was so that's the first time I ever really felt like a pressure where I was like so many people there, like lights were just directly on the court, like right open basketball. It was just crazy. So yeah. like that was the first time I've ever really felt that pressure. But like right now playing at like my home gym, I, I don't feel any pressure at all, period.
1: Speaking of your own gym and the fans, uh, you guys have obviously a great following of the student section. And I went to school here 20 years ago. And while we were, we definitely went to a lot of games. Like, it seems crazy that nowadays. What is it like getting out there, not even so much at, at, at Linnell, but when you're on the road and you see 50 or 75 kids on a Tuesday night in January coming to support you guys, what does that feel like?
4: Uh, it feels honestly, it feels really great. Uh, like, you know, I, I never really because I moved around a lot, so I never really had, like, a solid base of, like, friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of seeing that amount of support just for, like, a basketball team is crazy. Like, I know we got, like, a solid, like you said, 50 to 75 people that usually show up to every single one of our games, which is absolutely crazy and, like, love that. And I just – it was a new feeling for me getting to high school and playing in that, but it was a little bit of pressure. It was, like, I don't want to mess up in front of them. I don't want to <laughs> do this and do that. But, like, at the same time, it was it was fun. It was so fun. I loved I loved every second of playing.
1: As we kind of wrap up here, give me – tell me one player – that's on the team this year that we, being the general mass public, does, doesn't know about, but we're going to see a lot of them this year. That's, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people this year on the TA team.
4: There are so many guys. Like uh, Rayon is like an amazing defender. He's going to be like the guy who's up and down the court, just playing his butt off, just going crazy, like just defending like insane. Uh, we got Trey, who's another big, who came in. He's going to fill in. Um, obviously, Mac. I feel like um probably one of the standout players I feel like I feel like we're probably going to see a lot of it's probably going to be Wyatt Benoit. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a scoring machine. Just he's going to he's like so like crafty with the ball and just he just flips stuff in and goes in. He's, like, always taking great shots. So I feel like we're going to probably see a lot of, like, Wyatt this year, probably. Everybody's going to be like, who's that kid? Like, who's that kid? <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Now we're going to ask this to Will, too, but it seems more appropriate for you. What is it like playing for Coach Davies? Like, we only see him on the sidelines during the games, or you're him in the hallways, and yeah. and obviously kind of a quiet guy. But sometimes, you know, when basketball happens, you know, it yeah. gets kind of intense. what is it like to play for him on a day-to-day basis?
4: Uh, he's, like, he's um he's uh, definitely, like, a mentor figure. Uh, he's always He's always, like keeping everybody calm cool collected and he's at the same time like always pushing to get the best out of you so like if you mess up on a play it's not like a beat down moment it's not like a like you did this wrong you did this wrong it's like okay you did this wrong this is how you can fix it and then get back out there like i noticed that with me the first time i started playing for him he would yank me out the game for doing something talk to me really quick about it and then put me right back in so it was like just like a it's like a he's always trying to teach and it's less about like beating you up or trying to get you to like you know, feel bad about yourself for making a mistake. He's always trying to uplift you, get you going. He's always trying to and he, and he does that with the entire team. So the mm-hmm. entire team always feels like just they always we always feel like a family just collected together. So I mean playing for him is just like a he's honestly one of the better coaches I've ever had in my life. So awesome.
1: And what would it mean for you guys, you and the other seniors to win a state championship this year? And you guys have get, had the experience last year of getting this to the car insurance arena. Didn't work out but this year what would it mean for you guys to go all the way?
4: Uh it would mean a lot. It would mean a lot, especially for I think um uh, obviously like will and braden it would mean a lot for a lot for the rest of the team i'm i'm more of a more of a guy that just kind of want to make my team happy when my team's happy i'm happy so if my team is like we're all like let's go win a championship i'm mm-hmm. going to try my best to get everybody to go and win a championship but it mean a lot to the rest of the guys to like win it so trying awesome. i'm trying to, I'm trying to trying to facilitate that get
1: them going awesome last question we're going to ask this to Will as well mm. so you know Mr. Mister Davies was a pretty good basketball player in his own right Mr. Main Basketball played over in Europe who do you think in his prime let's take Mr. Davies in his prime who wins a one-on-one matchup to 10 Will Davies or Mister or Coach Davies in Coach Davies prime I don't know if you, I haven't seen any footage of Coach Davies play from back in the day but I've heard really good things
4: I think that, they're about the same size too. yeah about the same size I'm um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna take Will I want to say just because I haven't seen Coach Davies shoot a ton and mm-hmm. I know Will is just like a knockdown shooter so I'm gonna take Will but I know I know Coach Davies will be giving him issues in the post especially like he's gonna be like backing them down yeah, <laughs> that's awesome yeah, Coach would go
1: crazy. all right lastly do you want to give any shout outs to your social media for people to follow you or check yeah, out
4: uh instagram is alicio underscore one and that's it that's all i got <laughs> all right well good luck the rest of the season thank you appreciate it awesome
0: we want to thank alicio marcus and will davies for coming in for those interviews and then we'll switch it over to our girls basketball preview and pretty much in the same boat as the boys basketball team the class double a is kind of open there's not a lot of teams um, who look as strong as they did last year? Gorham obviously had a ton of seniors. You know, teams like that. Uh, but uh, again, same kind of thing. Give me your thoughts on this team. Where you know, obviously, the you know the only person that kind of left last year was Mackenzie Melendez. They still are bringing back almost the same roster. What do you guys think about this team this year?
2: They have a lot of pressure on them because this is supposed to be their year. They have all the pieces, especially the senior leadership. With Jessica Dow as one of their top scorers last year, and then Addison Sulikowski comes in as one of the best shooters in girls basketball and uh, can really do it all as well. As you said, they lost Mackenzie Melendez, so they need a new point guard. They have some freshmen coming in that should Mm -hmm. take that spot. It's going to be a really dynamic team and a fun one to watch. Um, It's kind of the same with the boys. It's just can they shoot the ball. And if they have an off night, they are prone to getting upset. So... um, We'll see. It, it's all about come tournament time what happens. They're going to get their footing in the first couple weeks of the season with some uh, younger players starting like because uh, you need somebody to play that point guard position. But it, it's really all about how are they shooting when the tournament comes around and how are they playing as a team. So uh, they have huge expectations as this is looking to be maybe their best year in, in a long
1: time because they have all of the pieces this year. But we'll see if they can live up to it. So it's always interesting when you have one of these situations where you've you've had a great a good team over the last few years, but you're always kind of looking toward that one year, two or three years down the road when everything's going to come together, and then actually comes here. First of all, you want to enjoy it while it's here uh, because yeah. you know it, it, we're you know. It, you don't know how everything's going to work out. You don't know about injuries. Um, but what I like about this team the most, and, and, and that's to put all the pressure on Coach Marston, which <laughs> hopefully he watches this and see that because don't blow it like he did in 2013. Oh, he knows we'll, what I'm we'll, talking we'll, we'll, about from um, <laughs> my documentary I tried to make. Anyway, so what's interesting about this team is they are kind of they they have the depth. I mean, that's the thing. They don't have one superstar player. Yes, Dallas Lukowski, both really good players, but they don't have that. You know, you see sometimes in girls basketball, there's this one girl who just lights it up um but uh, what i like about this team is that they have three or four girls who yeah. on any given night could score 20 points mm-hmm. um so it's going to be about managing expectations early on it's going to be about um bringing in some of the new players you know when you have someone bring the ball up the floor it's a little bit different and we may see someone else bring the ball up the floor too Like maybe different person every night for the first w- couple weeks so i wouldn't be surprised if you see them struggle a little bit early in the season and just to try to get their get their bearings and then make a huge deep playoff push you know i could see that happening oh, uh, of course so, bottom line is stay healthy. I mean, that's 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 the biggest thing. Um, rack up some of the wins against the bigger the other teams. I think the other team to really watch is is Chevers and Double A South. Uh, they, they look pretty good. And then of course over I think it's Ox- is Oxford Hills. Somebody many Double North. I saw on Twitter that people are saying is looks like the favorite. Chevers is North. They're North as well. Oh, okay. That maybe yeah. that's who I saw. So okay. there's not much yeah, yeah. competition. Which gotcha. Is good yeah. For them. All right. It was yeah. Chevers was the other team that I saw. A few people say, all right, they're they're bringing back a couple good players. So maybe don't beat until states. Obviously that uh, that you see that. So yeah, I think. It, it all, it's all coming together for him and um, I do want a quick shout out too and I'll mention this again but the hoops for hope is on January 20th this year I'm not sure if we're live streaming that game or not but either way we'll have luck, yeah. we'll have the um, we'll have the information on that so that's always uh, and it's right near the end of the regular season too so yep. um, it's exciting times I mean both these teams are really competitive and and while you know we we like that for TV so we get more viewers it's also just fun to watch the gym is going to be rocking this yep. year it's going to mm-hmm. be the usual 90 degrees and uh, and mm-hmm. the girls basketball team can hopefully get some big crowds as well
0: yeah, I agree. I think the girls' basketball has a, a, it's a good chance as well, like like the boys' basketball. As you said, it's great that we have three competitive teams, as, and we'll talk about boys' hockey now, who uh, got to the state championship last year and lost in double overtime, which was kind of a shocker because they lost to Scarborough, um, who they had dominated in the regular season. It was a great run for them. They lost a ton of seniors, guys like Alex St. John, Kobe Billado, their goalie, Gage Tarbox. So, uh, just quick thoughts on the boys hockey team. I know that they uh, have a couple of kids transfer this year, one of them being Porter Krause. He's uh, their goalie this, um, for this season. Just thoughts on, on the team. I mean, obviously, they had some younger guys who contributed last year, but where do you think they might end up this year?
1: Um, I mean, they're going to be good. I think it's going to be so tough to, to replicate last year. And when you lose some of the players like they did, um, it's just hard to, to replace that. It's not just the goals and, and the assists and everything else. It's it's the it's the passion, um, it's the leadership off the ice. And yeah, you get a few transfers come in, and that helps. But uh, maybe the goalie position is a little less important that, that they're they're kind of new to the team because that's yeah. really more of an individual um you know position. Um, so I think you know losing what's a guy's name? I forget the guy. Gage. No, no, Alex St. John. Alex St. John, thank you. Huh. Losing Alex St. John, um, uh, you saw it in football as well, Like, and you'll see it in lacrosse as well. He was just one of those guys yep. that was just a leader on the field, and he wasn't the most vocal guy, that's for sure, knowing him from the dorms. But just he was like the dependable guy. Like, we need something. You need a hit. You need a goal. You need an assist. He was there to do it. So I think replacing him is going to be a massive task for them. So, I mean, certainly they're, they're going to be near the top, again, of Class A. Um, can they go back to the state championship? It's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be tough, and even last year, I mean, that was—I don't say a Cinderella run, but they weren't the favorites going yeah. all the way through that either. Yeah. So um, that was a really big chance. I'm, 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 I'm still upset. I was, able, I missed that game because that sounded like the state game was was crazy, and they really had a great chance to win the state championship. And you don't always get those opportunities, especially in hockey, because any given night a goalie can stand on their head or just have a bad night, and that's it.
2: Yeah. yeah I think they'll be near the top again and uh what I've heard is nobody's going to be as good as Gage Tarbox Belanger was last year because he was awesome for them yep. but I think they they get the transfer coming in and that should fill that position pretty well um and they're going to be able to score goals Evan Bodet uh is going to be their main goal scorer I know he had one in the state championship last year they had a little preseason scrimmage they played like uh it was like 22 minute games that I went to the other night and they looked pretty good um they uh tied Biddeford and then they beat South Portland I think so they, they're going to be pretty good this year but again they don't have the firepower that they did last year and uh, they couldn't even win it all last year which w- which was tough um, it, it like I said about girls basketball it's all about how you play come the playoffs because I remember they beat Scarborough 6 to nothing in the regular season yeah. last year and then lost to them in the state championship so uh, I just think it's about getting right and not mm-hmm. having a bad day in the playoffs and they should be pretty solid again yeah they should be We'll finish up
0: our preseason preview kind of episode, or not episode with, but our section of this episode with unbiased predictions. So yes, a- <laughs> this it, gets us in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, so for those listening, this is unbiased. Now, obviously, if we were, you know, all of us love Thorn Academy. We work, you know, Jeff works here. We go here. Like, there's, there's a reason we love this school. But unbiased, we're gonna give our our true predictions. We'll go around around the table. We'll start with boys basketball.
2: Cole, give us your your
0: prediction on where they, they're gonna end up this year.
2: There are some things about this team that I don't trust, but when you look at the other teams, and I don't want to overreact to the preseason, but South Portland got blown out by Oxford Hills about a week ago, and TA just went in and beat Oxford Hills. I know it's the preseason, but still. South Portland, they lost a lot of guys, and I don't know if they're going to be able to prove it this year. And then Gorham, I think they're good as well, but I don't think it's their time. And again, I want to say I picked against TA in the (laughs) Football State Championship, so I don't just pick them every time. But I think that TA is going to the state championship this year they'll win the south and then they will lose to either oxford hills or chevris whoever makes it from the north in the state championship
1: that's tough (laughs) um i mean i want to echo a lot of what you said um i do think south portland's going to be still very tough um even though they don't have obviously estrella but i think i think I think the boys cruise through the South. I mean, as, as I think they'll. I, I could see South Portland getting upset early on, even if before they even play TA. Mm-hmm. When you go to states, boy, I think it's so hard because Oxford Hills is really good too. But I think I think they pull it out. I think they beat Oxford Hills in the state championship and, and take it home first first title. it's just a it's such a story having you know yeah. Coach <laughs> Davies' son on the team and and yeah. after after last year, I think it'd be it'd be awesome. So I, I'm I'm picking them to win states this year. Yeah, I, I think we can all agree that I think they cruise to the state championship game. It's not—I don't think that's an issue at all. If they stay healthy, they should. I mean, not yeah, to say they should, and not to put the extra pressure on them, but they have the talent yeah, to, gotta to beat everybody in Class Double A South
0: in the state championship. I—I—I I, I don't know. Like we're predicting one game like three months from now. It's—it's yeah, yeah. it's so tough because I've never—I've only seen Tegan Pelletier play once, and that was last year. And he I, good. I, he was good. I haven't seen yeah. how he's progressed, though. So I'd, I'd have to do a little bit more maybe research to, to see where that Oxford Hills team is. But I think no matter what, it'll be a close game. I think they could pull it out this year with a state championship. All right, now now girls' basketball predictions.
1: Right, I don't mind going first. We'll switch it up. Okay. So we'll put a little pressure on all you. Right. For girls' basketball, um, uh, again, I think – the South, uh, I think, I don't know. I just get a feeling they're going to struggle a little bit early on. I could see them being two and two or three and three to start, mm-hmm. and then kind of plow, uh, you know, plow it through their schedule near the end. Um, and again, I also think they're going back to the state championship. Will they be? Could they beat someone like Chevers? Yes, go I for it. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's I'm all in. I'm all in Coach Marston. Mm-hmm. You call me up when you need me to uh, videotape some stuff. But I think <laughs> I think that I think the fact that the, the, the most of these players have been playing together for so many years, they don't really have to break in too many new players. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it's just feels like it's all coming together and you know, again, it'd be another good story because this team has never won a state championship in girls' basketball and it's been what, seven, eight years since it went to States. Um and I think they can do it again this year.
2: Just got to stay healthy. That's the only thing. Mm -hmm. I really didn't want to do this, and I promise you I'm not being biased, (laughs) but I'm trying to think of a reason why the girls' team can't make it to the state championship, and I look at the South, and it's – kind of weak there's not mm-hmm. there's scarborough's okay i think gorham gorham was good last year right yeah i don't know if they're still gonna be have somebody they're, they're, all their starters were seniors yep. most of their yeah. bench players that play yep. were seniors so and the thing that you said earlier that i like is that if they have an off night if one person like maybe Suwalkowski has an off night or dow has an off night they have multiple people that they can go to uh it's not they're not a one-dimensional offense at all <clears throat> they're such a complete team and they like you said they've been playing together for a long time um so I am predicting for both the boys and the girls that they lose in the state championship wow. because Jeez. I think that Cheverus is too good they have mm. some of the best players in the state um I think my hope of service doesn't get there <laughs> yeah, yeah. or or oxford hills so yeah true. it could be ta oxford hills or ta chevris on both uh, the boys crazy. and the girls side so okay. ta boys and girls losing the state championship and and before the girls basketball team gets mad at me I predicted <laughs> you guys to go to the state championship which is pretty good
1: um it was interesting though because there was a, it was a game or two last year where it was a jessica dow that just had horrible shooting nights for thornton academy like she was like one or two for 15, but they still were able to overcome it most of the time. And then, then that that was a good building process last year for them. Yep. And not saying she's going to do it again this year, hopefully, but was, I remember talking to Coach and It's just like, you just feel bad because sometimes these great players just have off nights and you can't really explain why. Um, so I think that they're just well positioned to to be able to, to kind of take that on if they have a bad night. I, I I disagree
0: with Cole in the state championship game. My hot take is that all this hype for Chevres, I know Maddie Fitzpatrick is a great player, so is Emma Lazat. The hype is is overrated it's too much i think that this ta team has enough enough depth i think they have um a lot of great players and again like some of the issues they had last year i think they're going to work out early in the season i think it's a state championship winning team and i don't think there's one question about it in the playoffs at all i think they they Mm. they run every team out in the playoffs
1: that never happens i'm just this this is my hot take i I don't know i think it's gonna happen okay
0: all right we'll finish up with hockey i guess we'll we'll change it up. I'll, up? i'll go first um Seeing this team most of last year, um, it was a great team. I know a lot of the players like Mark Jacob Marcotte, Evan Baudet, their um, Bergeron. They 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 did a lot of contribution last year, but um, you could see that guys like St. John and Tarbox blanger were the big pieces in the playoffs. I think they make the playoffs easily. I think they are a high seed, but you know a, a regional final loss, semifinal loss, maybe a state championship. It's tough to see right now because. Um, the boys hockey their schedule is a lot different they play teams from all over from right. different classes so you never know what you're going to get for a record um so i guess uh, it's tough i think probably a, a regional final loss is my guess
1: yeah it's so tough because hockey it's you don't you don't see them all the time obviously because they're on a campus and they, sometimes they just there were some seasons where i didn't know how good they were and they just rack up wins and all of a sudden they look in are 10 and 2 or something like yeah. that yeah i tend to agree i think i think the the ceiling you know is is maybe the regional final um, and not really knowing too much about some of the other teams, um, I you know unless somebody steps up, I mean they they just need that it factor, you yeah. know, and and they certainly you know they have a lot of time to do that. So I would say regional finals is is probably the one that will end up as well.
2: Yeah, I don't think they're the same team as last year, and I, I can't see this team getting the state championship. For me, I'm between a regional semifinal loss and a regional final loss, but they'll be solid above average, but um I don't think. I don't think a state championship is really in their sights.
1: They're probably the team of the three we talked about. That I really am. Uh, it w- would not would not be surprised if they did something. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost in the first round or maybe went to states. You know, whereas mm-hmm. I think we're pretty confident boys and girls basketball, unless something drastic happens, both of them should be easily in the regional final, if yeah. not state championship. That's kind of where their their floor is. I think is the regional final. Whereas yeah. hockey, they really could be all over the place.
0: So, we got a couple more topics here. These ones are moving away from Thornton Academy before we end this episode. We'll quickly talk about Xander Bogarts if you missed it, which I don't know how you missed it. Xander Bogarts uh, is going to the Padres. It's a, what, 11, 11 years, 290 million?
1: 280 million, I think. Yeah.
0: Something like that. Quick thoughts. What do you think about it? What do you think about Bogarts leaving the Red Sox?
1: Okay, so I'm not a baseball fan, really. I was a Sox fan when I was in college when I mean, they won in 04. So, I, that was my time. I've really been. You know, first of all, baseball in general. I just don't love baseball anymore because of all the reasons that it's boring and everything else. So for me, it's a little – I, I, I chuck a little bit, and it's not because my friends are suffering today. It's yep. because of the ownership, and I just find it so ridiculous. Yes, okay, so they overpaid for Zander Bogarts. I get that. But they had a chance – he wanted to be here. This is not one of those things where it's like he—he he, like he – this is like Aaron Judge, basically. Mm-hmm. Same situation. He wanted to be a Yankee. The Yankees, you know, they offered him a deal. He, Judge decided to go, you know, bet on himself and end up winning. But he ended up coming back, and the Yankees matched that offer. It's a ridiculous mm-hmm. offer. It's going to be horrible for the last six years of that uh, of that contract. For the Red Sox, they just said, you know what? This is their new policy. They they have a new general manager and new in the last couple of years. The ownership. I mean, don't tell me this is not a salary cap. You know, league. You can pay as much as you want. The Red Sox are still making tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars in profit a year. I'm sorry, but you you pay for that homegrown talent. You lost Mookie Betts now. You've lost Andrew Bogarts. Not only are you losing homegrown talent, but like this team, even but signing with Andrew Bogarts. I mean, there's no guarantee they're going to be better and again in next year. I nope. mean, if you sign Bogarts and Endeavors, you're still the same team that was in last place last year. It's it's absurd. It's laughable. That that John Henry can allow this to happen for his franchise. I mean, I know some friends who said we're not just not going to buy socks tickets this year. They already lost. They estimated about thirteen million dollars last year in lost revenue of tickets because they didn't sell out every game, mm-hmm. and it's only going to get worse this year when when people are investing money in T-shirts and jerseys for all these homegrown players, and they just let them walk out. You know, they they offered the, a ridiculous like four year ninety million dollar contract before last year. I mean, it's just laughable. You know, you're worth if you have enough money to spend billions of dollars, if not hundreds of millions, to buy a franchise. Mm-hmm. Then you you can pay a little bit extra for for homegrown player, and now they're just they're they're a laughing stock in this in this market in the country. Yeah.
2: yeah it's just it's just sad Xander's been with the organization since he in Portland he played in Portland I saw him there I, I think 2013 is when he got the call up and he played the postseason with the Red Sox and he's given us so many great memories mm. it's just almost as bad as when Mookie Betts left you know you just think about all the great memories that he gave us part of World Series championships I think we have to recognize that first and just thank him for being such a great uh face of the franchise for a couple years and um but High and Bloom, the GM, it, it's it's been a frustrating couple of days as a Red Sox fan because they're so close. They're like the second or third team to get some of these stars, but they just get outbid. And um, it's frustrating to see these guys leave, and we hope Devers is not next. And we hope that they pay him. And, um, yeah, it, it's going to be it, – it's been frustrating to watch him as a GM. I know he made a couple of good moves yesterday, but this is the big one that he let Xander get away. And like you said, I, I don't think Xander was – like dying to leave boston and um he just wanted his money and the red Sox weren't giving it to him so it, it's it's sad to see xander go but you gotta move on and i i can't uh i mean baseball's kind of random so they could be good out of, <laughs> out of the blue i don't know we'll see hmm. yeah i mean you have to assume they're going to give some money to dev they can't let like,
0: yeah. it. but, to but then
1: where does that leave you if you're if you're already tight on money and you pay devers you don't have any money for anybody else and your yeah. team is still way behind some of the other teams in the mm-hmm. east all right, to finish up this episode, real quick, I want to get your
0: predictions on the winner of the World Cup. So we're in the quarterfinals now. Um, those should be this weekend, I believe. Friday and Saturday. And yep. then the semifinals are Monday, Tuesday of next week, I think. It's and then time. it's
1: like Thursday or something It's the final. Who do you think is going to win the World Cup? Okay, quickly, I'll give 20 seconds on the, on the U.S. I'll give the U.S. a B for their World Cup performance. Mm-hmm. Um, great to get out of the group stage. They only and then they only, in the end they only scored three goals. and One of them was a real fluke. Yep. Um, so when you look forward um, for Burhalter, should not get a new contract. I'm not, sorry, he did not deserve it. And, and now that stories are coming out on how crazy it was, he got the job. Is basically his brother was in charge of the hiring process, and Burhalter had no success at the club level, really, and got that job. He's fine, but they need for, to to bring this team because this team should be one of the best teams in the world in four years, considering how young everybody is. So I give them a B. Disappointing loss to Netherlands, but is what it is. Yep. It's been a, it's been a good World Cup. Yeah. Despite being in a horrible place. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for episode 39 of Trojan
0: Talk. I want to thank you all for watching, and we will see you all next week.